Honk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. We should take a knee for the last three minutes to force this cheap fuck to buy Zoom. Mike knows, like, so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He, like, has, like, the biggest names on, uh, in comedy on his, on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. The, we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, <laughs> trends. Obama is the actual devil. Crocodile Dundee was cool. Yeah! Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstein. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Untaken Podcast. Shout out to the Buffer. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Thank you for being here. Let's do a show. This one is fun because I have the world's greatest panel. Lindsay Adams is back. She fucking kills me. She's the host of Snack Time, and Lindsay Adams is popular on YouTube. One of my favorites loves fart jokes. Katrina Davis is back. She had a special on Comedy Dynamics. She's one of the fastest rising comedians in Los Angeles. And I think that she also won Halloween. I'm very happy to have her back. This show is already great. Robbie Hoffman, also back from The Chris Gethard Show. Man, see if Robbie gives away any items from her home this episode. Perfect podcast guest. Hates fart jokes. Dave Waite is here. First time, long time. He fucking kills me. He's been on Jimmy Fallon, Comedy Central. He's got a new album live from Planet of the Tapes. You're about to love Dave Waite. Brooks Whelan is back. You know Brooks. From SNL, from Entry Level, from the great state of Iowa. The Spencer Lee of comedy. That's called a banger lineup in the biz is what that's called. So without further ado, here are Lindsay, Katrina, Robbie, Dave and Brooks. No one says banger lineup. <laughs> Just so you know. If you don't already, please hit subscribe. I like stuff on the walls. No, I know certain rooms though. Yeah, yeah. Certain rooms. Yeah. My bedroom, I don't like stuff on the walls. I don't want to be woken up and startled by a poster one night or something. <laughs> be like, oh, yeah, what is that? So nothing in the bedroom, huh? Yeah, almost nothing. For, for the same reason, Robbie? Um, I like to just like have a peaceful, like just sleep. I keep like good, like, you know, nothing crazy. See what Brooks has behind him, all these photos. I'm putting a ton of photos in my bathroom mm-hmm. because I once went to Kate Hudson's house, humble brag, name drop. Um, I had no reason being there, but I did use the bathroom, the powder room, I should say. And it had just tons of really cool photos in it like obviously her and Mick Jagger and like God knows what. And there was just tons and tons of photos. And I just always loved that. I'm actually in Kate Hudson's bathroom. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you already no, are home. Did she say that in her home? Uh, I feel like Lindsay, that's will you? Ex- oh, sorry. I just wanted to know what was behind you. Have you seen Midsummer? That's her May Queen outfit. Right. It is. It's like an old uh, art project from um my uh my husband's sister you're what my husband's sister are you getting used to saying husband i hate it i should be in a house if i say husband oh uh, <laughs> you I'm should in a, i'm in a fucking apartment I got- why'd you marry this guy i mean it's a mistake obviously <laughs> uh quick question about midsummer i've put went to put it on twice this holiday season yeah and then every time i see it's two and a half hours and i say i can't do that 
No, and it's not, it's like not worth the, I don't under, it's not a Brooks, you're not missing anything. Everybody's okay. like crazy about it. And I'm like, okay, it was like fine at best. Like it doesn't even come close to wild, wild country or anything like that. Do you watch me, a lot of horror love, movies? Oh, yeah, I guess it was horror. It wasn't even that scary. No, I hate horror movies. Me too. I'm easily scared, but that Me wasn't too. even so scary. Okay, well, I hate I... them. I don't like being Strange. scared. So this movie was insane to me. Oh, really? I didn't find it that... Is this the cult one? It's a Where slow the... build. It's a slow... I, it was funny, right. I felt like. Right. I, I felt like it was silly. Also, Brooks, it looks like a crime scene behind you. Like, uh, yeah. you're trying to put oh, together... Right. Detective Brooks, you are yeah, the I mean, screensaver on my Apple TV. Yeah, mm. it's just all the photos I take, I took, and then I was not. I put them up in here because I got. It's like how sad I was at one point that I'm like, I need to do an art project. It's just a sad art project. It's mm-hmm. all part of Brooks's plan not to get his his deposit back. Yeah, <laughs> that deposit's gone. A thousand <laughs> tiny holes. Yeah. The first I moved into apartment. Uh, <laughs> in college and day two we got a dog that ripped the carpet <laughs> off the ground and so we lived there for three years on plywood and nails and we were like at the end we we're like do you think we'll get anything back and it's like of course not this one is stupid but i just wanted to start stupid uh they're doing a documentary about the janet jackson justin timberlake boob popping out at the super bowl thing I want to know if you guys even remember this or where you were when this happened and do you care about this uh, incident in pop culture history? I, I have a great, I have like a fucking, it was like, I have a 9-11-esque fun story. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, I remember, uh, I don't know how old we were, but like. 2004. Sure. But like we were watching Super Bowl at my house. We had this in an unfinished basement like everybody in the Midwest does. And we had a ping pong table down there. And uh, so during the halftime show, me and my brothers went down to play ping pong because we don't want to watch girly halftime show. And then uh, my mom yells, oh, my God, oh, my God. And we're down upstairs like, what? And she's like, she pulled out her breast. She pulled out her breast. And we couldn't, there was no looking at the time. So just for like a day, we called our mom dumb. We're like, you (laughs) idiot. There's no way that happened. Uh, and she's like, I swear to God. And we're just like, you are so stupid, Chris. And um, we just really were awful to my mom. That's, I just remember like really. That's horrendous. Yeah. yeah what? That's <laughs> disgusting. This is like, I, I, like, I knew kids like you. I knew kids like you. I never understood the people so mean to their mom. It's so strange. It must be um, a Midwestern thing because my mom didn't know how to use the remote once. And my sister and I both reacted like she was the biggest idiot of all time. No, it's a Jersey thing, too. <laughs> oh, I my God. A, I think it's just a, me, a kid thing. I think it's yeah. a white people thing. It's a white kid I, thing. Yeah. That was we never mean to- Never mean to my mom. Well, you're a sweetie pie, Dave. You're a sweetie pie. I mean, my mother was mean to us. Like, that's how it worked in a Jewish house. You know, like, we weren't mean to her. She was like, just get out of my house. Like, if you said, you know, just, we were were not um, in charge at all. But I remember it very vividly as well, because it's the first Super Bowl I watched. I got, like, I never, all the friends got together. It was a bunch of girlfriends at my friend um, at her house. Um, and her parents, we were all having a great time. And her mother silenced us all, was like, shh. 
like it was like literally 12 girls at her house like to watch the Super Bowl and specifically for the halftime show when Brooks said that he uh that you went uh downstairs I found it so funny because we literally were so bored the entire time and then waited for the halftime which was the big thing I had an enormous crush on Justin Timberlake um huge huge fan from the gone video as soon as he took over in sync and it was clear that he was in sync and they just had no band um I was big on Justin Timberlake and it was at that precipice before I knew I was gay which he was like a bridge to gay town um which I feel like for a lot of dykes he doesn't realize he was um but I watched it. I will say that we didn't care or really notice. I think I thought it was part of the dance. I remember she was wearing a pasty. I believe she was was wearing a pasty. It was an elaborate nipple ring. Okay, so we thought, we didn't really think anything of it. And honestly, we didn't care for uh, Janet at all. She was way before our time. Um, I already was like anti-Michael Jackson early. I was on that. I thought he was strange. So I was never the Jackson. We we just didn't care about her at all. We almost had not even heard of her because of our age. Um, and we were big with Justin Timberlake and it looked very choreographed like any other movie. Like it didn't even register as anything wrong or weird except that, yeah, her boob was out. But I remember watching an award show and like little Kim showed up in the same outfit or something with a pasty. Oh on. yeah. She did. So it felt very, oh, it was like that, but maybe we were too young to, you know, and I don't even really remember the hoopla about it after, but maybe because we weren't reading tabloids at school or things like that. Maybe parents were talking about it, but I don't remember. It was kind of a big deal. Like Republicans were obviously like upset about it. Also afterwards, it caused like a decade of very old rock guys doing the halftime show. (laughs) And we got like the Rolling Stones after that Prince, like they're like, we're taking no chances. Until like MIA flipped off the camera and they were like, now now we're back, now we're back, baby. That's right, MIA, what is she doing? She's not even allowed in the United States anymore. Stop. I don't think really? I, mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, I almost never even equated that concert to the Super Bowl just because I'd only ever clued in for the halftime thinking, I, I don't know. I never knew it had anything to do with football till that first year. But I remember some years earlier, I guess we only watched the halftime show and it was U2 and it was just after 9-11. So maybe like, yeah, it was after 9-11 and U2 just saying like to this day, I think it's the best performance ever at the Super Bowl. Obviously the country like was like feeling very united and whatever, but he just, they just sing, I think like their hits, like where the streets have no name, whatever. And then at the end he held open his jacket to reveal the lining was an American flag and it just went ballistic. What have you found out that, what is this documentary going to say though? Like that, Timberlake wasn't supposed to do that. Like, I, I don't really it's know. It's just like, gonna be another. It's gonna. And if I understand what what it probably is, it's just gonna be another way of displaying how women, specifically women of color, are treated by the media in that era, and how the blame was shifted to her and her career versus Justin Timberlake's, which is like 
is it for me to say that we need it or not? I don't know. Will I watch it? Who cares? Oh, she got. I will be watching 100% because also, (laughs) yeah, just to speak on what Lindsay was saying, I think that's the fairest point. Looking at everything through a 2021 lens just changes everything. And the fact that like on top of what he, you know, the Britney stuff, I think Justin Timberlake and a lot of those like pop stars who were catapulted to the top, like they were just unaccountable for a lot of things they did. And I think it started with Janet and then Brittany. And um, yeah, he, I think specifically threw her under the bus. Like, I don't think it was just like, I don't think it was just like, okay, the industry was like, this is how we're going to be. He went out of his way to blame Janet, I think publicly. Um, I don't know if that's true. I'm sure we'll see the breakdown in this doc, which I'll be watching closely no question shout out to my cat i, saw that. I was just gonna say i'll be watching your cat closely timberlake was um he pissed me off one time uh and oh. I, I called him out on it and somebody had his back he was uh he did snl he's a musical guest and i was like hey nice leopard shirt uh and he's like this is these are cheetahs and i was like pretty sure they're leopards he goes oh new guy thinks he's funny and then i go hey, I, I go i work on this show man and then uh tim robinson was next to me and he goes um, he's been on it way more than you actually, Brooks. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he's right. Timberlake, is, he does have cloud over me here. Yes, yes, very much. Oh my uh, God. I liked him since then. By All the way, over animal prayer. do you have yeah. to be featuring your first year or do people get like, uh, do you get in the credits as not featuring? Like, how do you get out of that? I'm just, I had this conversation over the weekend and I don't know the answer. Uh, you just do like two years. Two years? Okay. What does this mean, featuring? It's a bunch of bullshit. It doesn't mean like, anything. The way it introduces you and the credits, it's like featuring blah, 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 uh, blah, blah. Uh, Dave, wait, how do you feel about daylight savings time or whatever? The man, fuck? it's a fucking scam. It's a fucking. Uh. Man, I hate that shit. It breaks my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Your soul is weak. No, my soul is strong, but the sun has a, a lot of power over it. You got an extra hour of sleep, man. There's uh, no reason to be doing it. There's, there's no, no reason. There's no reason. I mean, like, yesterday when it was dark at like 5.30, I was like, fuck this, man. Fuck. The worst. Brendan yeah. Walsh has a, has a good bit about, not a bit, just a correct take on daylight savings proves that the government does nothing. Like name one person who likes this. And we won't change it. Why? Like, what what is the purpose about? of it? Do we know the historical? It was farming. It was like yeah. so that like you could you could you know utilize most of your daylight like you know uh, because uh, what's the one that goes cuckoo? What's the one that wakes you up in the morning? The animal rooster. 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 Right. So cockatoodle do or whatever. So the roosters would wake up when the sun wakes up, and that's how you woke up. Except everything's off. First of all, we have alarm clocks. Second of all. Okay, so the rooster, fine, could go off all at once. We're not waking up by that anymore. This is a rooster-based change? No, I'm just saying that the sun, like, the rooster would know when the sun is up. Like, you would wake up when the sun was up and just maximize as much daylight as possible for farming. Except that most farming is automated now, and we have alarm clocks and a million other reasons that we could negate this hour. It makes no sense. I've heard that... It's partly that, but then also partly it was like a wartime rations thing to save electricity. Like it was like put into place in like fucking World War II or something. But I also mm. have no basis to uh, in fact, and that is just a thing I heard. 
My brother lives in Regina, Saskatchewan, which is a province uh, in Canada. And Sorry. they could Linda, get yeah. your mind out of the gunner. It's Regina. No, they, I, call it, they could I call it Regina. They could. They refuse. They easily spelled the same. They refuse. But they don't do daylight savings there. Because if they did, it's so far up north, it'd be fucking dark at two. They just don't do it. Yeah. The other provinces do it. And I was in Montreal and where we did it, where it was like literally dark at 3 30. Uh, and you yeah. would go to school dark and you would come home dark. Like it was just like, I do it. like the dark. I, the, I'm conflicted <laughs> because I do like the dark and I like night. Hi, Katrina. Um, Hi, everybody. I'm so sorry. You're What's okay. Going on? We're um, happy to have we, you. We didn't miss Complaining you. about um, daylight savings time. Yeah. I like the dark and I like that it's so it's hard because I feel like I'm into it a little bit, but not when it's not convenient. It's not nearly as hard in California as it was in Iowa because it's so fucking cold. And it's so like it's a night. That's why we we, that's why you drink so much. It's dark at four and you can't go outside. You huddle in the fucking basement and you pound beers. What else are you going to do? You got to just drink. That sounds like there's more of a nothing to do problem. That's exactly it. It's a big problem. Math, sex, You know what I love, Brooks? I'm going to Montreal for my birthday this year. Humble brag. Um, and, and I'm going, my birthday's in the winter. It's actually the same day as Britney Spears, December 2nd. And I'm bringing <gasps> my girlfriend. I am. Is that something bad? Good? No, I'm a sad. Worked out for oh, Britney. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, and you know what I miss and what I will love doing, speaking of like when it's freezing, I do like when it's freezing out and then you get into like a tiny little like wine bar or like a dive bar or whatever you hang up your coat and it's like warm and you get like a whiskey or you get something like, and there's live music, like those type of places. Hell yeah, Robbie. I love like mold wine in New York where you pop into a place, it's fucking snowing and it's like a rock pot of fucking wine that you get to drink. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the most exciting thing in the world. I love that. But I love couches good, and blankets. But and also like, so. how good is the weather if the best part of it is escaping it? Like, I don't. I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's like kind of being cozy inside by like a fire when it's snowing outside. Like, there's something about it that just—it's a vibe. It's All an right. essence. It's like Wait, so much. I don't know. I want to. You guys have bars that have fireplaces inside them. Like that's very rare in the U.S. I want that. Oh well, yeah. There's a ton with fireplaces, in this, them, but there's also a ton of really old bars. Like Montreal is like you know a 300 year old city, so it's like stone, like little hovels that you walk in, and everything's yeah. like three dollars. You know, you can drink a whole night and have like a great, you know, for like twenty bucks. Like no, that's awesome. Just, I went to yeah. yeah I I just went to Dublin once, and like that's the only place I saw that had like fireplaces inside bars i don't know yeah I'm I'm like, for sure this rules it's yeah like restaurants so all have like a lot of really nice restaurants um i mean even they're nice to me now but like they were we took them for granted you know because it's just the prices are so much cheaper there here if there was a restaurant with fireplaces it'd be like 300 you know it'd be like the dumbest thing alive tell me your, i want everybody to tell me your favorite weather i'll go first i call this midwestern late september early october Hot sun, cold air. I call it tailgating weather. It's perfect. That's my favorite. Dave, wait, how about you? I can feel oh, that. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I like it 
I like that San Diego 75. You know what I mean? All right. In, I, I can feel that. Yeah. When you can feel like a little bit of the ocean breeze and, you know, it just seems like it, you're in San Diego. <laughs> That's what a Cincinnati kid moved out here for. Yes. I like um, I like the February day where it hits like 88 in Iowa. And everyone's <laughs> like, maybe winter's done. Maybe we maybe it's done already. And uh, you wear shorts and you play Frisbee. And it's like fucking 11 the next day. Brooks no. likes global warming. He, <laughs> that's what he's here for. I like a fall light jacket football game after school. Um, like smells like leaves out weather. Mm, I love that smell. Fucking light, nailed it. Yeah, light jacket. You're not really cold, but your like, nose is a little chilly. Smells like leaves. And Katrina's from Florida, so this will be good. I was about to say, you all described um, things that I find mildly upsetting. I like when it's so hot that you get to wear a tank top and it's dark. Um, I like, like, balmy. Like, what most people try to escape is really where I thrive. I like it. Yeah, I love, so, uh, you know, I'm not six anymore, so I don't have, like, one favorite thing. I can appreciate different things. Damn, like different all right. <laughs> not to throw everybody under the bus, but but to, to offshoot off Katrina, I agree. Like, uh, like my favorite summer type of day is a hot summer day. What an asshole New York response. City. I love this. <laughs> like, like, I love a hot night in New York. Hot night. And it's night. It's unreal. It's just a hot night in New York. And I love, if we're doing winter, a sunny, snowy day Mm-mm. where we're, you know, either like I'm doing something outside. I mean, I went skiing basically for the first time, which made me really appreciate winter. But if I could do like a day like that again, that was unreal. It was just so beautiful. Where are you on I poutine, Robbie? Love poutine. Just a regular classic poutine. Don't fuck around with blue cheese and all this nonsense. Okay. Mm. Uh, This weekend, I saw The Harder They Fall on Netflix. I wanted to know how you felt about Western movies. Do you have hard and fast Western movie opinions? Do you have Western movies that you like? I want to see Rust. You're not going to. (laughs) I'd see that one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I remember, I I don't give a shit about it, but I remember asking my, I was like camping with my grandpa who I barely knew and I, it was right when Walk the Line was coming out. I don't know how to talk Ooh. to my grandpa. And I was like, hey, grandpa, I bet you like Johnny Cash. You're old as fuck. Uh, uh, Walk the Line. There was a movie coming out about uh, Johnny Cash. And he was like, I don't care about that pill popper. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay. Who do you like? And he's like, John Wayne's a real American. And I was like, that guy like drank so much he coughed blood. Like, what? We got to pick a lane, man. So... <laughs> My grandpa likes Western. There was an A&E biography of John Wayne I watched when I was growing up, and it was like he smoked 12 cartons of cigarettes a day, John no. Wayne, and still did his own stunts. And then it cut to a clip of him just rolling on the ground, and I was like, that's not a stunt. There's yeah. no way he smoked 12 cartons a day, unless there were like five cigarettes in a right. pack. Right. Just Nobody is, is holding gonna, these people accountable on these facts. I'm look. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking this up. Look up how, how many, many cigarettes did you I don't think I've ever seen a Western, is my answer. I saw Walk the Line. Is that a Western? I love Walk the Line. I don't think it's a Western. It's not no. a Western. Oh, okay. I He's love a that country movie. singer. Okay, uh, I was big on that movie, but I don't think I've seen a Western. The one, first one I've heard of is this movie, Rust, that none of us will get to see. 
Um, and I think we'll be following that in, in court more than anything. Yes. But I, I don't hear of Westerns really. Okay. I mean, so it's like a post, post Civil War, pre uh, like railroad, transcontinental railroad. So 1870s to 1890s, you got a cowboy hat in there. But there's always, not doing them there's always railroad in it. There was always some sort of stick. Building the railroad. Or so robbing the railroad. Oh, robbing one, yeah. Robbing the, robbing I got, the railroad. I, I, I watched I the, the, the harder they fall. And I, I really enjoyed it. I got the math. Um, according to Mike Bridenstine, um, uh, uh, this isn't going to end well. Yeah. 2,400 cigarettes every day. Okay. <laughs> he, where would he find the time? He would be smoking yeah, in all the movies. Do it. There's, you can't is there, do that. Are there even that many like increments? I'm gonna do. Of, I'm gonna do more math of how like how many how many had to how quickly he had to do that. <laughs> you would have to like chain smoke in a way that yeah, like, you said, that's what I was thinking. 2,400. You'd have to smoke like what? Ten. So that's nine? that's ten an hour. Uh, is that a hundred an hour? He has, drink, he has to smoke one hundred cigarettes an hour. <laughs> hold on, hold on, though. I see on I see on this website it is estimated that John Wayne smoked over one million cigarettes. Sure, that's fine. Yeah, in his lifetime, hundred. I don't even think that's day. possible in your lifetime. Uh, I yeah, I don't even know. Okay, I've what, probably smoked like a thousand. There's a Quora. There's a Quora link that said, "Did John Wayne really smoke six packs of cigarettes a day?" So it's gone down from whatever. I, how many packs I are in a big tobacco is inflating these numbers? <laughs> Wait a minute. I said twelve cartons a day, you didn't said, I? You said yes. carton. My bad. I meant a, a carton a day. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Oh, I just what twelve packs? How many packs are in a carton? Ten packs in a carton. Ten, ten packs. Yeah. Okay. That's more reasonable. Ten packs. <laughs> This a is, pack is obscene. Isn't a pack crazy? Twenty cigarettes. 20. A pack? Twenty. Twenty in a pack. If, if two, you're if you're a psychopath like a who one. dies, even though he's rich because he coughs up blood, I believe maybe you're getting near. You that. can manage. You can manage that many. <laughs> do people still do a pack a day? Was this a number that I go like? I, just I mean, if you smoke, you can't. If you smoke, you're not moderating. Pack. You're you're not you can't right. smoke in moderation. Yeah. I did a pack a day in high school. Really? So you yeah. would buy a pack every day? Yes. Oh yeah. No, you buy. You can buy if you if you smoke a pack a day. You don't. You go buy a bunch. And Couple then, at a yeah. time. Yeah. You buy a bunch and you cash them. Because I that's my, so expensive. I can't. My best friend. It's insane. They weren't that expensive. And oh. he, I would carry, he would have two packs in his back pockets and then give me a third pack to put in my bag for later if we were drinking. Yeah. Oh. Do, See, any, do you, any of you have this friend? And it, for me, it's Carl Hess. And it drives then, me, then me yes. nuts. It drives <laughs> me nuts. He will not buy a pack, but he will oh, buy no. Every oh, I'm a bummer. I'm a bummer. Me too. Buy a pack. Yeah. No, because you know what? Howard you know, Kramer is the me. worst. I'll have, so they give me a drink ticket at a show, right? So I'll do a drink. And then if I'm having a drink and people are with the drink talking outside, I want to be in on it. I'll easily ask, hey, I'm in the mood for a cigarette. If I buy a pack, it, what's the, then I have to give the pack away. I'm not going to bring it. Remember to bring it the next time I go and drink. forget it. Yeah. Oh, but, are you, but are you bumming from people you know? Because Carl is going to stranger. I'll, I'll go to a stranger. I mean, I'll, no, I'll go bro. to a stranger. I don't want to besmirch the good name of Carl Hess. So 
No, I think Carl is actually on to something there because your friends are the ones that are going to get mad at you for bumming a cigarette. So go up to strangers. So you might as well go up hey, to buddy. someone who hey, you'll buddy. never speak to again. Because they may look at you and be like, you're a piece of shit, but then you just walk away. Yeah. You know what I would love to be more customary in addition to bumming smokes is bumming gum. I wish more people had gum on them. And I wish mm. it was more customary to say, hey, do you have a piece of gum? Just I mean, do a stranger. You a pack of gum. People are coming for it. That's, yes. right. That's the thing, though. Robbie, you just need to buy some stuff you want. I have lots <laughs> of gum. People should I carry always the have I gum. more. <laughs> I always have gum in the car. I love having gum at home. Like I keep gum, but when I'm out after a cigarette and I don't have gum, it's in the car. I want the gum, but, but nobody I, has the gum. But I, I gotta break my tongue. If gum was like eight seventy five, people would probably be like a lie and say they didn't have gum. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> gum costs eleven dollars. Okay, uh, but I'll buy. I'll. Why can't you buy a Lucy? I'll buy. They should one. sell them. They should the sell Lucys. I like agree. The, like the crazy beers at Trader Joe's, where you could just buy one. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a Lucy, and I'll. I'll. Selling Lucys is sell Lucy. so white trash, Lindsay. What about baby packs? Could they do a baby pack of like? What do you want from me? In Europe, they do baby packs. I Europe thought. Packs. See, Robbie, there's so many options. I will Not say, here. I did used to be that person, and I felt bad because I was like bumming too many cigarettes. So then I did buy my own pack of cigarettes, and then I like the last like three just broke in the bottom of my bag because I didn't smoke them fast I enough. I only like, ask men. You're don't ask them. women, and I don't feel bad at all. I don't feel bad when I ask a woman, but I especially don't feel bad if I ask a man. And if this is. If this is costing him major, he has bigger problems. Robbie, you know? we, did a, we did a show together three months ago or so, and you had right. this bit about not tipping when you walk up to the screen. And I thought about it every single time I've walked up to the screen, and I still can't make myself hit zero. Oh, tip. of course. I mean, I am tipping is the point. And the point is that we <laughs> right. should change this. You know what I mean? That that at saying? this point I'm working. Oh, it's a whole bit that I can't get into. It's a good, it's uh, a good, bit. I don't want to make you do, bit. I don't want to do a Byron Allen, but uh, well, I you want me to do the bit now? <laughs> like this is ridiculous. So I'm Robbie, I understand you don't tip. It's a joke to not tip, but if we all, anyway, it's a joke to not tip when you go up and it's self-serve. Yeah. When you have to serve yourself and grab the number and then we're yeah. still tipping on top of it. Yeah. I'm going, something doesn't add up here. Somebody- Listen, it's the most Jewish joke I have. And 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 that's the end of it. But yeah, I have to hear the whole bit. bit. This bit out of context is anti-Semitic. I will I'm take sorry. it out. I'll take <laughs> it out. There's no anti-Semitism on this so, show. Somebody had a good uh, idea for a sketch where it was like five, four, right before Comics Unleashed, and it's like three, two, and then Byron Allen dropped his cards. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't know who to ask what questions. So he was like, okay, uh, Tim Allen, you were at the mall? And then like fucking Sinbad's like, ah, I got the mall joke. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> By the way, Dave, you watched The Heart of They Fall. Did you know that there is a 1996 movie starring Sinbad about the same characters? Sin, it's called The Cherokee Kid, and Ernie Hudson plays Nat Love, the main character, and no Don way. Don Lewis from A Different World and Hanging with Mr. Cooper plays Stagecoach Mary. Thank you, thank you, Mark Curry. Not Mark Curry, but he you... was Mr. Cooper. That oh, is Mr. I, Cooper. I didn't know if you were just calling the person <laughs> the name of the show. <laughs> Don Lewis, D A W N, a lady uh, Don. Oh, Katrina. Oh, I heard Katrina. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No. What's up, Robbie? I was distracted. You have the world's smallest TV behind you. 
Oh, oh my god. I do get trolled about my small TV. It was a part of a tweet that I got harassed for once. Um, it's from my old apartment. Uh, is it just so really far away? One. No, it is. It's 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 so small that they don't make that TV anymore. Yeah, I was ha- your it's... was your old apartment a dollhouse? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. This will be Where great on was, the podcast. This will be great content. Uh, I, Katrina, I do have a forty-three inch. I'm looking to get rid of. What? Let me know. Say whatever price you want. It's yours. Okay. It's a I mean, look at I was, this. Because I was gonna wait for Black Friday. That's why I still have a crazy well, small TV, is, and everyone's making fun of me. So, but I can, you know, pay what it's. It's what Black Monday. I got it kind of brand new, and then I moved, and I and it didn't fit the wall. So I now kind of have this other TV. Um, so did you get rid of your know. couch? I want closure yeah. on the couch thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And the couch. No, I haven't sold the couch. Um, I'm still working to keep this couch um, until I absolutely can't. Did you mean you moved just to a place that's situated differently? Like, yeah, it's a it's a bigger spot. And the TV on the wall looks as small as your TV is on your wall. So it's all relative. So I have to get a bigger TV. But the 43 is 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 going to blow your mind going from that. That's like, no, I love that you said it's relative because you're going to give me a TV that looks like that and yours and that TV will be most of that wall. But yeah, no, it's, it's going to be great. Oh my goodness. So we'll connect after anyway. Do you guys want a political question or something else? Well, I got to find out how big Robbie's house is that this TV. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not that big. I didn't want to pry, but. Okay. You, you want to see, a, you want to see the castle? TV? Yeah. No. Okay. I'll show you. It's not even that big. 43. Wait, it's not oh, small. we're getting a tour. Brooks. We can still hear you. Oh, dude, I wanted, she was like, okay, oh. I'll show you the TV. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, what is that fireplace? I have a fireplace. Whoa! Well. <laughs> oh, you should open you... up a bar. Yeah, that is okay. Dope. And then the TV. Look how long she can walk. Is this Alicia Keys' house? Sorry. Oh my goodness, that's beyond what I was even going to get for myself. So thank you. Not at all. You came you're here. So, you got a you're TV. You're so much nicer than oh. everyone else who has called out how small that TV is. See, I'm coming in with solutions. Yeah. yeah. With bargains. Yeah. <sighs> what do now we... here's the thing give so you'll us, buy give it whatever stuff. you want but if it doesn't if the sound i was the sound has to connect to aux i'm terrible with aux and connecting if you can't get the sound connected to your thing i got somebody to do it then then i'll refund you <laughs> but if you can get the sound real work, logistics on mike show right now yeah Thank well anyway this is it seemed i don't know why mike invited me back this, isn't, like, this <laughs> happened last time the exact same matt thing mccarthy got so mad at you that i loved it really <laughs> Yeah, well, I she, would have loved. Wait, to was Robbie that. also swinging deals on there? Why? Yeah, I was a thousand percent. Couch. It was. What'd you sell on that episode? Ever Maynard I, in a fucking in a couch? I can't. Yeah, I was gonna sell a couch that my cat has scratched two bits, but I I have to keep it because she'll just scratch the next one. So I, I, I don't know what to do. Your cat. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. do one. Um, this is uh, what everybody in a red state thinks is the most hilarious thing in the world right now, and I want to know. There are like three rap songs by white rappers about this because yes. they think it's oh. so awesome. I want to know if you know what Let's Go Brandon means. Yes. I do. I just heard about this. Who doesn't I know? I want to know who doesn't know. it. I don't know who Brandon is. Okay. This is the funniest thing in a red state. Yes, for okay. the rest of you. Yes. 
And I thought, it, yeah, it was, but, but originally it wasn't, it was a black dude who had a song about this. No, that's what I saw. Maybe there's so many top yeah, songs. I think, I think white guys did covers, but the original song is uh, by a black rapper. And then oh, never saw white that rappers did covers. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's what I saw. I mean, no, I think white people then... started rapping blacks took it. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. Did you add an S? <laughs> Dave, do you do, do you have I know. Fr- what the fuck is it? Okay. Yeah, I thought you were gonna play it. Okay, so uh, no there right. would Dave, do you want to uh, say what you think it is or what it is? Well, I think it was some sort of NASCAR event yeah. and there was a lady yeah. interviewing somebody. Yep. Yeah. And the crowd started chanting fuck Joe Biden. Right. Very then, clearly, fuck Joe Biden. Live and then she's like <laughs> And then she's like, oh, they're saying, let's go, Brandon. It, she did a boo earns to the guy. <laughs> and, oh, my God. And they took it as the lying liberal media won't admit that they're so now like everything says. Uh, well, his tea is uh, is it, we got to promote me undies right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the joke. Me undies. <laughs> Type in the code Brido to get. It's a good code. <laughs> so now everything is uh everything like they sell all this shit that says Let's Go Brandon on it. I just oh, wanted so to see that's if it, code. It's code for fuck Joe Biden. But does everyone in a red like? That's just encouraging to Brandon's everywhere. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the wokest way to be an asshole that I've ever heard of. They just like, don't have any jokes. Yeah. Like yeah. This there's is... like some Southwest airline pilot that said, let's go, Brandon, on the yeah. thing. No way. Yeah. But it's Did like, they get fired? There's also people feeling good that they can like openly say what they know they mean or, kind of thing. I mean, why can't you say fuck Joe Biden if you don't like Joe Biden? Yeah. I mean, we're allowed to say fuck off to the president. We should be able to be critical right, of government like, no our matter version what. Was like, fucked on what's Trump or FDT. like what's yeah, yeah, yeah like what's Southwest the issue? Of, oh, right. I mean, yes, if you're working, please, <laughs> you know, by all means. But rappers, we have, why can't rappers say fuck yeah. the president? I mean, I don't see any issue. Maybe I'm missing something. It is yeah. kind of, if I was on a plane and the pilot goes, all right, we're taking off. Fuck Joe Biden. I'd be like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> no, you can't in uniform. I saw a cop swear the other day. Like cops were just outside the deli. They were having coffee. And one goes, yeah, you wouldn't fucking believe it. And I turned around. It's like, I don't want cops to swear. Dude, at the airport. <laughs> like, you're supposed Robbie, to be a professional. Be... No, Robbie, I know. So I know. Upset. Okay. I, I heard. I know, but they shouldn't even swear. Never mind kill people. No. They should be up. It's like crazy. Open, I love like... that that's in your heart that you heard a cop do that. And you were like, language. I like. No, but literally, because it starts. It's like these people. They can act however. You're in uniform. It's unbecoming. Don't fucking move. Don't fucking move. No, no swearing. Don't (laughs) move. wrong. I just really like this perspective. It's unacceptable. Anybody in uniform, there's a decorum. I I saw... I was, at the, I was at the airport and I saw a pilot on the phone having a meltdown because like the Colts didn't cover the spread. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Uh, oh, and I was no. like, oh, I don't want to be on that guy's plane at all. He's like, they ain't fucking do it. Yeah, and he's like, fucking <laughs> to fly a plane. Our airline <laughs> pilot. He's got nothing to lose. I yeah, I know. I don't want to be on that plane. 
it's never comforting to me that you like never really get to see the pilot because I'm always like, but what are they really doing? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know their state of mind. I get freaked out if I see a flight attendant who looks concerned. I don't even get to see the pilot. The last time I peeked in, the pilots were definitely comparing dating profiles. So I don't think you want to see more. I thought you were going to say comparing something else. Comparing dicks. It was like a few years ago where like both pilots fell asleep and they like blew past Chicago like 300 miles. Like it really happened. They were just like asleep. I mean, once they get up there in the air, the the plane is really flying itself mostly. There's so much like equipment. that's got to be like the most annoying thing for a pilot to hear is like the planes fly themselves. Like, like how we're, as comedians are like, the oh, the planes Trump. doing the heavy work. So, yeah. Like, no, it's, we have other stuff. It's not. We have buttons everywhere. Buttons. There are a lot of buttons. There's a lot of fucking buttons. <laughs> Almost so many buttons that it's concerning to where I'm like, I thought that the planes flew themselves. Is it hard <laughs> to be a pilot? Is it hard to like learn how to I'm gonna be a go pilot? I'm going to go with no. I think it's very hard to be a pilot. I think you have to have a certain set of skills that there, a lot of them are very, besides that guy, Brooks saw yelling. (laughs) Most of them are very calm individuals. You know, you have to kind of have to be cool under pressure and stuff. Do you know pilot? David, how many pilots do you know? Yeah, I've just read stories about people that fly planes. Well, remember Sully, Captain Sully landing on the water? Yeah. I mean, this is unreal. Is that the national treasure? Is that the same one that was drunk? No, No. this is (laughs) He was a hero, big hero. Wing or engine flew off. I don't know what it is because they're not, they're giving us refurbished planes. That was a goose. A goose, sorry, goose. Because they're big. Katrina comes in with the facts. Katrina, how big is a goose? They're big. You've never seen a goose? I've seen a goose. Go to to Lake Balboa. I'll show you a goose. They're mean (laughs) birds. (laughs) Yeah, they really are mean. (laughs) They're aggressive and sassy. And their shit's green. Very green. It's fucked up. It's actually wild. We do have a lot of... And I think if... Go ahead. No, I don't need to talk about geese shit anymore. Well, now we're all curious. <laughs> Let's radio. I wanted. Um, I wanted everybody. U F. Their um, mascot is the ospreys, and we also have a lot of geese around all of the man-made water where I'm from in Florida. And yeah, they smell and are just not helpful. Like in terms of peacocks being annoying, it's like at least they're pretty. Like geese are just mean and chase people and they smell. It's like, what are we even doing? Turkeys are annoying too. Have you guys ever had a shit out of me? Have you ever had a bird shit in your mouth? (laughs) You gotta pay extra for that. I had a a bat shit in my mouth one time. That's how COVID started. That's how COVID started. (laughs) Like, you know, people get shit on my birds all the time. I was staring up at a bat and I got shit in my mouth. Oh, you worked in that cave. You worked in that cave. Well, this was next to the cave, but yes, it was by. Wait, you used to work in a bat cave? <laughs> I did, yeah. I was a tour guide inside a cave. It was a full nightmare. Wait, uh, for real? Yeah, it was my first job ever. I my whole he has podcast a full podcast about it. Yeah, about taking down this cave um, <laughs> from the inside. Uh, well, dude, I I could I'm getting hot fucking thinking about this place. <laughs> uh, it's a family-owned business. I worked there when I was 15. It's a nightmare. You live in a tunnel. You disappoint. Tourist group after tourist group, they come down. You're the guy who has to say, I'm sorry, you've been tricked. And 
this is not the cave that you were made to believe it would be. And it why? Because it's like a fucking mining tunnel. What that, do people like, want for a cave? Is it dark? People well, want they want a real cave. Stalag mining tunnels. Stalag crystal, it's called yeah. Crystal Lake Cave, and there's no lake. Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> crystals? Are there cl- crystals? Sure. Look, Wait. So it's where, like where, like, Brooks, where was that? Iowa. This is in Dubuque, Iowa. Oh, I will okay. say, I it's the only job I've ever had in my whole life where I truly thought about driving my car into a tree at like 100 to get out of work that day. I was like, I just can't do this. I My next job was Papa John's, and it ruled. Okay, <laughs> I will say that. That's how bad the cave was. That. So I couldn't believe how fun Papa John's was. Brooks, can I tell you that one joke of yours that sticks with me, and I've told you this probably every time I see you, but it's the Red Lobster, how fancy. Yeah, I love that joke. Somebody forced a joke on me earlier, and I'm doing it to you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I Yes, I... uh, It was me. She's referring to me. No, I had a dream the other day, like a dream where I was just in an empty Red Lobster, and it was a wonderful dream <laughs> like, uh-huh. i was like i can't believe nobody's in here this is great when i was like young young in comedy every comedian i liked had like an olive garden is shitty joke and i remember thinking like why are they saying that that like olive garden is like really nice that's where i go to homecoming yeah i love yeah. olive garden no we I all have it. to pretend like we grew out of chain restaurants no you don't i, love I went it. to olive garden before a show like a couple weeks ago and we That's got what the I'm talking time about. wrong and we had yeah. to leave earlier and we were both livid that we had to leave Olive Garden. Like- Magianos. Ooh, Magianos is good. What? That's why nice. are you not more what is this, places? College graduation? That's a lot. You can lot. take home a that. meal. You could take home a whole meal. I, I had a, with Magianos. No, no, not to dampen. I went to Olive Garden the first time because it was one of the first restaurants open with COVID. It was abysmal. See, it that's how I think abysmal. that there's. I got the pasta was terrible. Oh. We got pastas. I liked the bread. Um, the drinks were abysmal. Sure. I mean, here's, really here's what I'll say. When I was living in New York, I had like kind of just. And it was expensive for what it was. That was the worst thing. It's a pricey OG. Hold on. You want to feel like, uh, so I'm OG. from, I'm from Iowa and I was having a meltdown in New York city. And I was like, fuck New York city. I fucking hate the city. Fuck this. I want to feel like I'm back in my piece of shit state. And I went to the olive garden on 34th street and it worked great. I felt <laughs> like I was back in the wasteland and <laughs> it really helped me. I'll I've only honest. had two bad experiences at Chili's. That's my go-to. I like a Chili's. Oh I like God, a Chili's. Chili's. Ooh, I used to fuck up a Chili's. That was where we went in high school. That was like where you could maybe get to drink if you didn't have your ID. Woo, I used to tear it up at a Chili's. Don't yeah. go next to where the Miami Improv used to be. Other than that, that's a good Chili's. Ooh. Everywhere is good. I would fuck it up hard. You would sit in the smoking section and order the... <laughs> you sit in the smoking section, you order the chips and salsa, cost $5. It's endless refills and you just fucking sit there and their margaritas are heavy dude so me and cornell reed were on tour and we thought it'd be funny to get drunk on applebee's perfect margaritas sure because they give you the shaker and you get to make it uh we got bombed on these they're called perfect Uh, yeah bombed on these a lot of the joke hey cornell's how your margarita oh only one word could describe it perfect very fun very fun evening it sounds uh, wonderful. the next day we're driving to the next show we both shit our pants in the car. <laughs> no! 
<laughs> men are shitting their pants at a rate that I don't understand. Like it's I've really never insane. done it. I truly have never. Like what Neither is going on? With are men you ripping farts are though? You? Are you ripping farts? That's a, that's part of it. Have you ever blacked out on Mar- Applebee's perfect no, margarita? No, I haven't. I that's haven't blacked how you out. Do it. And the shitting is wild. Men are that's just shitting, I mean. walking to the car. So when you <laughs> shit, are you not present for it? Like you wake up and you right. have now shit. No, it's that just like, oh, it's like, right. uh, no, I think right. I'm going to fart. Hold on. I got to pull over and throw my underwear away. <laughs> <laughs> There's Barbie. a lot of, it's more of a whoopsie it's fart like a situation. Pool. That, like thing. that I think men shit their pants more because they're less aware of when they're farting. Women, I feel like, are generally conditioned we know the to difference. be aware <laughs> and be like, if you're gonna, because you can and can't fart in certain places, no, and I, I feel like dudes are just, saying. feel like dudes are just ripping ass all the time. We have a far awareness that you have been able to totally dismiss. You've just been walking and farting your whole you life. Fart we privilege. crop dust. You We're gonna fart. keep crop right. dusting. It's like every it's time I've ever privilege. had to fart, it's like. The who, what, when, how, where? Yes. Who's around? Where am yes. I? Is there a corner around? I'm already so aware. That this by the time male I fart, privilege, I will accept out, responsibility. Like, oh, no. This, this is fart privilege. Fart privilege. But I don't think men are farting around me because I call them out. It ha- when it happened. I remember this guy John. I won't say his last name. Um, and and I was like, did you just pass F gas in front of me? I'm <laughs> horrified. But like literally, I don't even like saying the f word. I don't like any of it. I think it's for children. I'm no over cops it. can swear. And I don't think I think men find walking a lot, whatever. But I don't think it's like in a green room situation they're just doing it. I think they know a difference. And so the sharding is on. It's like no, you have to know the difference. This is ridiculous. Or wear a pull up. Get in the depends. Like I'm. Sick Rob, of it. I think it's all about accountability today, and I like yes. it. You're so proper. I think farting is so funny. I've never not heard someone oh, fart geez. and it's not, not laugh. Funny. Yeah, I don't Lindsay, laugh at all. Lindsay I find was, it disgusting. Lindsay was on the episode where I said people used to be like, "Hey, did I sit in gum?" If someone's seated, you walk up to him and you go, "Did I sit in?" <laughs> Gum, so your butt is in their face. Oh, they look, then you fart rude. in their face. Oh. I don't that like is that. so rude. My friend's older brother used to <laughs> fart into a cup and then like, come up to her and put it over her face. I don't find. Maybe when I was four, I found it funny. I've moved on and I haven't laughed since. I find been, it rude. I find it. I'm I'm in between where I will be mad at myself for possibly giggling and encouraging. <laughs> and then there's Lindsay, who is actively laughing so hard right now that she can't speak. So <laughs> what if a cop farts, Robbie? But it's, oh, nobody said, yeah, so listen, call the police. But, you know, it's like, I, I wish I could be like Lindsay because Lindsay probably gets onto a plane, any movie she's laughing at. What does she care? Mall cop too, hilarious. Like, I have to be sifting, sifting, sifting. Like, it, it must be so easy to be laughing at four. Great. You know what? Honestly, Great. step down. I'm jealous. I have a high... <laughs> I'm jealous. I have a highbrow sense of humor outside of farts, but farts are objectively funny. Lindsay, Sorry, do, you so- ever, do you ever feel like your farts are like an awesome movie trailer for the shit you're going to take later? <laughs> you know what? If you can't laugh at farts, you're not free yours there's something okay i'm locked up prison there's something (laughs) holding your soul in a prison because you're not letting your inner child live and that's not on me i have no inner child i have an inner old man you can take that to therapy and that's that there's no inner child ride in the holocaust 
I'm 76 inside, and when I get to 76, I'll feel like an arrived person. Like, ah, my program's on in the other room. Someone gets mad at Robbie every show, and Robbie gives away furniture every show. (laughs) Yes, it's true. Yeah, that's Lindsay Katrina, Robbie David Brooks. Can you imagine how good this show would be live, like, in a town close to you? Anyway, there's still more show. But if you want video of this panel and, like, 79 other panels from 79 other shows, that's on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. B-R-I-D-O. I give you preferential treatment. You can submit questions to the panel. There are World Series reviews, 1903 to 1960. I posted my 39th Chicago Comedy History Project bonus show this week with Crystal Gemnick. She was the unofficial photographer of the scene. I called her K-Roll. She was on the show way back in episode 9 with Nick Vaderot talking about pinball, pinball expert. I also posted a ton more audio-only versions of those. Some of you just want the audio, and I'm trying to get caught up with that without making 33 people furious with me. If you want to support the show, that's where you go. Do I need money? Yeah, I already told you about the water here. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. If you want even more of me, I'm doing Power Moves with Mike Burns again this week, and I'm doing Get Rich Nick with Nick Vaderot and Nick Turner. I think. Don't quote me on that. Okay, we'll get right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. This show is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape. Learn from black belt instructor and bona fide hunk, JJ motherfucking Barry has been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go, go Plata, the fuck out of life until it taps. No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Tell them Brido sent you. What's the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content each week against each other and determine who's the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins, and at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-barred cage match to see who wins the month often joined by special guests, including me, your boy Brido, to help determine the winner's tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves as they keep their passion for film and TV alive during the podcast. Tony is a film nerd, Joel's a music geek, and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle Podcast wherever you download your podcasts. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you'll like our show, too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. (laughs) These guys fuck. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. I've been on their show. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Lindsay, Katrina, Robbie, Dave, and Brooks. If you haven't already, please hit subscribe. Okay, uh, on the show, Insecure, uh, uh, Amanda Seals' character wore an AKA sorority letters. Uh, The sorority, AKA 
very mad about this because Amanda Seals in real life is not in that sorority. What is it? That's a sorority, a.k.a.? Yeah, Alpha Kappa. Also Ka- known as? Yeah, yeah, that's what a.k.a. is all I thought. Al- alpha no, Kappa Alpha or whatever. Well, the sororities do not exist in Canada for these dumb reasons. Yeah. Um, I didn't grow up with sorority culture. I think it's anti-Semitic and, and racist and, and, and anti. I think the well, it's a, it's a historically black crazy. sorority. The whole thing should be illegal with hazing and whatever the hell is going on with these sororities. Shut them down. Their charity work. Fuck them. I was about to say, (laughs) sororities do a lot less branding each other in the dark. Oh, they do? Yeah. Well, who is doing that? That's terrible. I mean, fraternities do. That's They got to shut those down. No, fraternities are smart because there's if you want to like date wake rape you up women, at 2 a.m. to make you dig a hole and then wake right. you up the next night to fill it back just up. for like, one semester. And if you're stuff, trying yeah. to commit crimes, you need like a lot of people to vouch for you. And so you can you need a whole house of people. It's to tell honestly you smart because it's like one woman says I was raped. And then like, what, 30 dudes were like, no, we were all in the house. She wasn't. It's smart is what it is. I don't, The more dudes say one woman isn't raped, the more I believe she's raped. <laughs> I know, you know exactly. what I mean? Like if they start to pile on, I'm going, well, maybe like, why are we all protesting now? This? Like something is sus i don't know so wait katrina back to the difference of all these sororities so the boy ones they're fraternity crazy fraternities okay they just tend to have different um oh there's no hazing hazing in sororities there's sororities will haze you but it's just them doing it differently because it's a bunch of girls so (laughs) So what happens things that are just as messed up them like circling your fat or something yeah, they'll do stuff like that. Yeah, they'll wrap you in saran wrap and circle all the parts of you that need to be better. Or That's like disgusting. I feel they like just shut yeah. this down. I feel like it's all com- toxic. comedians, we don't like the idea of fraternities and sororities because like we kind of do our own thing already. Uh, and I think that that's like a people who want to fit in do that. Yes. Uh, I always thought like, that's why can't you go make your own friends is how I felt about them. But yeah, yeah. you're right, Brooks, in terms of like I had my freshman year roommate did rush which is when you rush for all the sororities robbie is like you basically pitching yourself to all of these different houses and meeting all of these people. it's in a big group of other other people right like you're doing it in mass and then at the end of this week everyone you oh are... robbie there's like sundress day there's formal it's yes. it's so they have crazy. all these different outfits i just got to college and i knew the sororities and fraternities existed but I had no idea what rush week was so every day you have another outfit these very specific things that everyone is doing together it's like this whole thing while school's happening so you are also a freshman in college trying to get to like classes for the first time and all this do stuff. you have to you have do like... this no no, no you no. don't no, it, you can you you just to sign up sorority, for it. you do yeah. this is why I went to art school because so like, I there's all this stuff the first week and my um roommate was super smart like she's still smarter than me like has so many degrees and was like on like all these scholarships and stuff and was still like up at 5 a.m picking out outfits and all this stuff and being like Katrina what do you think about this is this good da, 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 because she was a very smart person who wanted to be accepted by these people and why and- what does it do for you does it get you it's into like a, it's like it's like a cult, you know, it's like a fraternity. Yeah. Well, it's belonging 
and friendship and all this stuff, but it can be, oh, I'm a legacy. My mom was in this sorority. Yeah, but try oh, explaining every, an open mic to one of these people. Jobs through yeah. someone in their sorority. It's like the connections that can Do they really up. have to have connections? Because yeah. I never hear of somebody yeah. being hired from something like Oh, this. people in Florida for sure. Oh, like, really? yeah. Have you ever heard of like, Skull and Bones? You can become president just you for- can, There are people I know that have like good relationships with the people in their sororities that they just still decide to talk to and just don't talk to the rest of them. And like, you could be a comic that has all your sisters. If you posted in their Facebook group, you would have hundreds of people Megan Gailey. support you because you're their sister. Yeah. Megan Gailey yeah. has like loved, loved being in her sorority. She talks uh-huh. about it all the time. And they used to come out to all her shows in yeah. Chicago. Because Paige Wesley's the same way. She was in a sorority that she really liked, but she has said, like, I mess with the people that, like, I was already. Are they from school with. to school? Like, let's say your sorority's in this They're school. Franchises. Is it also at another yes. school? Yes. yes. Like, if you're a Delta, you're a Delta everywhere. But they also have, even within them, like, oh, Tridel, everyone else has, because everyone says that they're like, the promiscuous delta 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 tri delta like yeah five mu at my school was five mu because it was all of the bigger girls and they were like more accepting so five jam are jews allowed in these things there are also jewish fraternities fraternities, i think yeah Yeah. for sure see i had real friends who would come to my shows and boo me those are yes. real friends. <laughs> so right. She was doing all this stuff and I was like, what are you doing? And she was like, it's for the sororities. And I was like, this seems like a lot, like you're exhausted. And then it's, yeah. it's only for a so semester. Like, then you're scot-free and get to pick well, no, on other kids. You do it that whole week. And then you're so like emotionally barren from like hoping all of these new people like you. Emotionally barren. They do this thing. Did they do, have you ever heard of running of the bulls, Mike? No. So running of the bulls is when you have through the course of the week, they're picking people that they like as sororities and you're picking sororities that you like. So like if you went to a sorority and you're like, all these girls suck, you can be like, I don't want to be in the sorority. So every day of rush, you're giving your top three and they're giving all of the people that they would like to be a part of their organization. And at the end of the week, all of the sororities are on one side of a field and all of the um, rush women who want to be a part of these stories on the other side of the field, super dressed up. And then they open what, these envelopes. What college? What college did UF, you go to? University of Florida. Dude, that's, I've been booed off at your fucking gator growl. <laughs> it's the worst gator college growl. in the United States. <laughs> I got booed off opening for ludicrous there. 17,000 people. I hate the you, University you, of Florida. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Okay, Gator sorry. Girl. I was like, this Gator sounds like a shitty a school. Real ass thing. And I've seen people do well there, but I've also seen them book it in a way that I was like, none of these kids are going to like this person. Why? I went up in between Foster the People and Ludacris. That's oh, not what comedy belongs. Between music. All right, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you <laughs> off, but I'm like, this sounds no. like Florida shit. <laughs> he opened by saying, <laughs> fuck Tim Tebow, though. I wish. Hey, he is a miracle baby. But anyway. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, Katrina, like, question with the story. Let's say you have three pick you well hold on do you do you have to join the one that picks you or you could say no you have a choice you have free agency i I want to hear about the running running of the the bulls Bulls. everyone goes to the running of the bulls like people will go and spectate running the running of the bulls because they think it's funny for everyone to open the envelope and see what house they got and they either run across the field in heels like an idiot crying to their new sisters or they're like devastated because they didn't get who they wanted like it's this whole thing it's all in one day 
it, that's the last day of rush wow. and I mean, then on the, the semester me. you get treated however you get treated by these people who you now feel indebted to because they picked you you know what i mean in terms of like the rest of the semester is you being a freshman in this new house and however they treat freshmen or whatever you know is this that's like nexium yes <laughs> so much fucking it's that's why so much fucking work people as much as frats do but frat and then i know someone that got um during their rush week for a frat they were pulling everyone into the dark and making them think they got branded but the brand was actually an ice water okay yeah there's so a lot of mind games actually get Dude. burned and they thought it was really funny but it like messed with a lot of it's these. just crazy that like you would escape you would finally escape living with your parents only to subject yourself to like, like the one first of- week have to like pick out outfits in certain colors and all of these yeah, yeah, yeah. this is how desperate people are for friends live with them University of Florida, University of Florida sucks so fucking bad. (laughs) It's at every college. It's at every college. No, no, no. The University of Florida is worse. And I can, I can attest. Okay. So I went, I bomb at Gator Growl. 17,000 people boo me off. I'm like, okay, that sucked. But I bet maybe a hundred people at that show thought it was funny. So I go back and I do the high dive, which is the punk, punk bar in Gainesville. All right. This is a year later. And I do an interview with the the Gator or whatever your fucking newspaper is. And, you know, they're like, hey, you know, that Gator Growl thing was bad. I was like, yeah, that was rough, man. I, that was really hard. Um, and then I get there. Uh, no one comes to the show at all. And then the write-up in the paper is like, um, comedian who ruined homecoming returns. Like, that's the headline. <laughs> and I'm like, if you're in college and you care about homecoming, your school sucks. I hate Florida. But they hate me just as much as I hate them. Exactly. I just shout out to the University of Central Florida. I was just there last week and I had the best fucking time. Shout out to all the kids at UCF. You're great kids. You're going places. Thanks for organizing the event and having me there. I'd come back any day of the week. Also, shout out to Miguel. I had a nice time at UCF as well. And Florida State. University of Florida. Trash. University of Florida, invite me. I look forward to entertaining you. I mean, I'm not going to let you diminish the comedic stylings of people at UF over fucking Talanasty because that school is academically nowhere fucking near where I came from. But I do think you're funny, Brooke, so it's whatever. Katrina, let's split an hour at UF. Yes. Fucking do it. I'll bring the TV. You, me. Let's go, Gators! And I'll bring my. <laughs> Robbie small became a professional donate. wrestler in the middle. I know of Robbie is definitely switched into some sort you of. You and me, the Gator Bowl, November twenty fifth. And Fox. Now I want to run across that field. I want to see what team I'm gonna get. I'm all in, baby. I like it. I'm excited. I'm gonna donate my tiny TV to my. Dorm. <laughs> yes, that's a there's perfect a new, dorm. There's TV. a new reality show called Tiny TVs, and you can be tiny. on it. I love it. Okay, so Ted Cruz is mad. Big Bird got vaccinated. This is American politics. So I wanted to see if you can say a more American sentence than Ted Cruz is mad. Big Bird got vaccinated. What is more, say something more American. This will be fun. This is riffing time. I mean, Don Jr. made a shirt that said guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin does. See, there you go. That's a great example. Make yeah, some I mean, money like, off of tragedy. I mean, that guy, that family was in charge of the country for four years. Have you been watching I mean, Curb? 
They make novelty shit. I haven't seen the third episode. No spoilers. I'm loving this new season. Well, He's they, back better than ever. There's a character. Yeah, last season, last season sucked. This season rocks. Back there's, better than ever. There's a character named Don Jr. Who's friends with Daniel Perez, actually. Nice. All right. Uh, okay. Um, shout out to Daniel Perez killing on the show. I hope to see her in the third episode. She is. But, you she know, is based there. on the second episode, we'll see what happens. She okay. Is there. I said no spoilers, Mike. Here we go. Maybe she wasn't. I don't remember. All right. Um, what's a more American sentence than that? Yeah, you're Canadian. You know America from I'm uh... American too. Oh, I yeah. got one. Okay, Dave. The McRib is back. Yeah. Oh, oh. there's he won. Anybody else ever eat the seafood sensation from Subway? And I loved it. I, I need it back. I loved it. That's where Subway went wrong. Not Jared. They got rid of the seafood <laughs> sensation. What is, the sea- okay. is that just a seafood salad with fake imitation crab, crab, crab salad. salad, crab salad, mayo, load that up with pepper. It's really whenever good. I go to Australia, they still have it in Australia. I only eat at Subway's in Australia. It's pretty good. <laughs> Learning so much about bread. I love, I love, I love. And what do they call a now foot Now I know why you're shitting your pants all the fucking time. Right. <laughs> what do they call a foot long in Australia? Cause they're not on the. A Royale with cheese. I don't know, man. I just go and I get so excited. I go, give me that seafood sensation in the big size. Of course. Well, wear a diaper the next time you go. Just yourself. How do you a more American sentence. A... How do you guys oh, make it Wear on a, a diaper plane? next time. Like, what do you do on planes if men are shitting their pants all the time? It's mostly a super hungover from drinking a purple drink type of uh, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. You're, you're not going to shit your pants every day. But if you're like a real booze bag, terrible diet type of person, which I've been, you have some dangerous farts. <laughs> do anybody else want to play my American sentence game or no? You don't have to. I mean, like, just pull yourself up by your bootstrap, something stupid. Yeah, They're always yes. doing like, yeah. you know, if you'd have health care, if you had a job, I mean, something That's terrible. probably the right answer. I think of just awful <laughs> sentence. I, I can't think of, I'm trying to keep, as you know, I'm very positive. I'm known as a pretty optimistic comedian. I'm trying to keep it positive. Put your fucking hands up. Yeah, that's very American as well. Do you want to plug anything? Do you want to plug something? Yeah, yeah. That's why I came on here. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, the only reason I've been listening to you at all. He's like, I'm staying for that. (laughs) You got to get your plugs in. Uh, I got a new album out called Live from Planet of the Tapes. It's out on iTunes and Amazon and Spotify. Yeah. Please listen to it. How many albums Uh, do you have? I got a couple now. Three. Wow. Wow. I don't know if they're all good. Do people buy CDs or tapes? I went with the Bill Ingvall method to just, you know, you got, just put it out, whatever. <laughs> sure. I mean, the, the sound exchange isn't nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I do have cassette tapes. I got made. I want a cassette tape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do people like that? I've made a I've CD sold a couple in 2017. It's right there. And then I couldn't even give these fucking things away. Cause people are like, I don't have a CD player. Yeah. I mean, the tape has a certain novelty to it. That's you know? what I was thinking. Yes. That people might be. I got to wait. I got to wait 20 years before CDs are hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then it'll, and then laser discs will come back instead. <laughs> Damn it. 
I never had a laser disc. <laughs> Me either. Yeah, I, no, I had them in school. I forgot about them, actually. Yeah, they were cool for like a, a year in school, and then I never saw one again. What about if, can we do a floppy disc album? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You could do that. I mean, uh, you could get like a USB one, you know. Uh, USB uh, is so like, USB album is very 2006. Right. What's the, what, what do people do? Just drop streaming or they they make a case the size of like an album or like a size of a record and then it just has something? A card, like a, a card with a code maybe? Do you have to do an hour anymore? Or if I'm sick of 20 minutes of material, can I? Yeah, I mean, you can thing? do whatever, man. If you want to put it, EP. it's Isn't EP. Shorter? Yeah. yeah. Are you allowed to promote play. an EP or people are like, not cool, man. You got to do an hour. You can do whatever, Fuck man. You. Exactly. Nobody cares. Cool people. Half I mean, the like, comedians, they're grifters anyway, so what the fuck? <laughs> Why can't I grift? Yeah, you, my, get your grift on. If you have 20 minutes of real jokes you don't like, it's no different than someone yeah. reading their tweets in real life. Like, we're all doing whatever we want. Okay? Right. Is that right. the album? I had this conversation last week with Jared Logan. Or Jared Logan's like, nobody cares about your jokes. No one cares. Like, all these people are like, it's got to be per. People just like vibe and like yeah. cadence, I think, right. is what he it's was saying. cadence. Because yeah. in New York, if you, I find like, th- that's one thing I've learned from watching really unfunny comics is like when people are new and they start, if they have people all the other. People are new when al- they start. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time to when start people- when you're new. <laughs> people who are new they'll like come in with like they'll be like hot and young and confident and all they do is set up the correct cadence and all of their punchlines and premises are complete trash and they kill and it's like and you're like oh my god and i've always wanted to be that kind of comedian yeah and i mean i have Better than like what I do, which is like while out on stage and there's always a chance I'm going to be like, my dad is dead and then run off. Like, <laughs> like that, I would much rather have Lindsay, a good. I've only seen you do that like two or three times. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I would much rather have a steady cadence where the audience knows to like you versus being like, is this woman medicated? Yeah, that's Lindsay Katrina Robbie David Brooks. I will tag them all on Twitter and Instagram. Go give everybody a follow on social media. They would like that. That is the show. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, I'll tell you that. Uh, I think Jody Sweeten from Full House is on next week. Okay. R.I.P. Michael Clark. Love you.